Welcome back to the J-Rod Sports Pod and our Formula One quarantine catch-up series. As you've heard from the last two episodes, we're in the middle of quite an interesting conversation with Sam and Ollie about the state of Formula One before the lockdown and what's happened in the Formula One world during lockdown. This episode, we're going to take a look at how the F1 season is shaping up in 2020 and make some early predictions on who we think is going to be doing well. So let's jump back into the conversation I had with Sam and Ollie about the state of Formula One in 2020. So let's look ahead to what has been confirmed as, as you know, will be happening in 2020. So I think the first thing to talk about really is the this exciting sort of new prospect of having double double header races sort of on back to back weekends in the same place. Now, like, what's this going to look like? Is it going to just look like a procession of, you know, the second race is going to be a rerun of the first race and the same results are going to happen? Or is it going to be a chance for people to sort of develop through uh, through the two weekends and hopefully the second race is going to be very different. I mean, backwards. Personally, I think personally I think it's going to be uh, quite an interesting challenge because every Formula One team sort of goes to a, a circuit and you know you know beforehand whether this is a circuit that's suited to a Ferrari or whether it's a circuit suited to Mercedes or Red Bull or things like that, and then they sort of target this and actually. You know, they're going to have time to really hone in and and look at going really fast at one circuit twice, which might might mean that the best driver comes to the fore here. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much I think you can do with everything that's been affected by coronavirus, but I was like, I'm not disappointed by it, but at that second race, it might not be as exciting because everything's a bit forecast. I think, and like you're looking at like, if you know like a circuit's certainly good, like, you know, so we look at the testing and we know that like the Mercedes were like 0.6 seconds faster than the Ferraris over straights, but the Ferraris were 0.3 faster in the corners. So actually like that shows you straight away that you've got two very differently made cars that are going to be suited to certain uh, like tracks more than others. So actually like... the Mercedes aren't going to make massive, massive changes to suddenly go quick around those twistier and bendier, uh, like courses. And I think like that could end up being a bit, maybe like, I don't want to say disappointing, but, and I get that they've got to make the most out of this, but that's, that's the kind of trend that I am not looking forward to. Have they said whether they're going to try this new idea of putting the podium, like people at the, back of the grid i don't know but i can't see them getting away with it because because that could mix up the two weekends but it's just gonna make yeah. it's just gonna make for i you mean you could run it normally on the first weekend and then on the second weekend you could be right but talk about you... but talk about driver safety i mean um, and then you're gonna get first corner will be but then you're gonna like get to the you said a jam sandwich earlier <laughs> but then you're gonna get then you're gonna get to then you're gonna get to the point where it's like okay well mercedes want to win both of those races so is it right we're gonna chuck absolutely everything at lewis winning this first race and bottas is literally going to stop out there during that first race so he's then on pole for the second race and starting at the back 
uh, starting at the front. Or yeah, I mean, I'm like, just I just don't think that I just don't think the logistics work, and I don't think that drivers the drivers will sign off on it because of uh, you know for safety reasons. Like the drivers don't want to have crashes because they're not particularly yeah. pleasant experiences, and I think yeah. if you've got a Mercedes starting three rows behind a Williams, yeah, the closing distance is basically the length of the pit straight, and that first corner is going to be absolute carnage. Yeah, I mean. It's. I think the the yeah. Uh, the races are going to be very similar over the two weekends, unless I mean you have the inevitable drama where something might go wrong. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see two pretty, pretty similar. similar yeah. Courses. So, quick research. Having a look, it says that it will the reverse grid races at two rounds this year will not go ahead unless two teams join the others in backing the plan and that's Mercedes who like you said do not want to do that and then the other team is Racing Point now that basically is a political decision for Racing Point seeing as though they have a Mercedes power unit so no, the other thing is that I mean if you're racing if you're if you're in the midfield it doesn't really matter what's going to happen you're going to start in the middle so yeah. Yeah, you know you'd rather not have to overtake a whole load of slower cars and I think like this has been it's been a conversation trying to be implemented for quite a while now and I think there's always someone that doesn't like it yeah. I mean why would you if you're always winning yeah and you know when you're always winning you've got the loudest voice so that doesn't really <laughs> yeah. so the first two races are going to be in uh, in Austria so we've got July the 3rd uh, is the first practice and then <laughs> the 3rd to the 5th <laughs> the quotes that Vettel and Hamilton came out, they were against it. This was when it came out last year. Uh, I think it's complete uh, Billy, to be honest, said Vettel. Obviously, Billy was not the word that he chose. <laughs> well, Hamilton added, the people that are proposing this don't really know what they're talking about. There we go. <laughs> Can we just say that we align ourselves fully with the <laughs> 10 world championships that are in that conversation now? I agree. See, they're all coming together to be a super team. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, so the first the first two races are going to be in in Austria, uh, the Red Bull Ring, and uh, after that we've got uh, the Hungary Grand Prix, then a double header at Silverstone, then we go out to Barcelona, then to Spa, then to Monza on the sixth of September. There will be races after that. The F one is hoping for fifteen to eighteen races, but it's likely to be done in sort of geographical blocks. So if they go anywhere, they'll you know they will look at the travel restrictions and the travel quarantines that are in place, and you know if they then do a North America or a North and South America sort of block where they go out and do Austin, Mexico, Brazil, you know races like that, and then and then they go okay now we're going to go and do an, a, a Southeast Asia block. Although well, I think they'll they've definitely already said, go to Abu Dhabi. Yeah. <laughs> There's far too much money involved yeah. in that. And and I think go. I think the other thing, you know, for us is that we don't have to look through all of the races because we're gonna be here looking through all of the races throughout the season anyway, so we might as well start looking at the first couple because those are the ones that are gonna be sort of the hardest to look at right now. And I think the what little uh, what we need to say off the bat is that there was a sixty day forced factory shutdown but yeah. we are now 100 days over 100 days since the melbourne race was cancelled 
So there was still a lot of development that's happened. I mean, that's over a month of development and almost two months of development that will have happened from Melbourne uh, that will be implemented at the at the Red Bull Ring in Austria. So it's hard to take the preseason testing info uh, and just you know implant it straight into the Red Bull Ring. What I would say is this suits the high speed sort of high top end speed teams i mean 72% of of the lap at the red bull ring is is done on full you know full throttle uh 57% in barcelona so you'd assume that actually the gap that mercedes has is going to be bigger yeah and it doesn't work out for your ferrari conversation does it and them them not being too fast and the other thing is that you know a the smaller teams, McLaren has furloughed people, Williams has furloughed people, their drivers have taken pay cuts to make sure their staff have actually got money. Yeah. So teams like that haven't been able to develop as much, whereas teams like Mercedes would have been developing at full pace, you know, for those forty, fifty days that they've had. So Day sixty one was everyone back in the office yeah, as yeah. much as they could and everyone working as hard as they could. So I think it it'll be really interesting, but I think the gap. I think we may see the first couple of couple of weeks, a uh, couple of races. The gaps will be quite big. That's fine because we'll all be just excited to have Formula One back. Yeah. So we'll be watching anyways. I'll take anything. You'll take Stroll on the podium for that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, so there'll be no. The, the other thing is that there'll be no fans in the stadium. So there'll be no race. You know, the race weekends will be completely closed. Sam, you were at Monza, and I'm sure you were absolutely screaming at the top of your lungs. Do you reckon anyone heard? Nah. While you were driving around? <laughs> I can't say I actually even saw one of the cars go past. Everybody heard me. Um, I d- to be honest, I don't think the drivers will notice anything. I mean, I guess they may see like flashes of colour as they go around, but colour you can they can probably put some flags up in the stands if they really want it. I guess the stuff that, I mean, the drivers do their little like parade round the ring round the ring round the track beforehand um usually out the back of some some car waving waving to all the fans but i mean for them they're probably looking forward to it yeah, i mean i can't just... imagine many of them enjoy doing all of the media stuff and everything that comes with a a race weekend other than the racing it so. does dramatically reduce the amount of admin that they've got to do around i mean like fan signing like obviously it's yeah. not they don't I mean, enjoy doing that but yeah. they're not there to i mean the sport needs it because that's where they get the money from and i mean you're not going to have anyone buying the merchandise which is an absolute fortune can we just put that out mm. there I am 60 pound for a hamilton cab i don't think so <laughs> but like that side of it but the drivers i don't like yeah i mean the think the podium i mean if one yeah, of them gets so on the podium say, for the first time it won't be the same but and will you be allowed all your t- obviously there won't be any right, there might be railings but are you going to be allowed all of your teams to come around like and yeah. group around that like i, I it- like you know uh like we've spoken about it on like the nba and the nfl podcasts but actually there's been no real message so far as to how Formula One is going to deal with all certain guidelines and restrictions and actually, you know, different countries that we've seen are, are at different stages of their, like, guidelines and restrictions. So actually, you know, like, it's going to be very be interesting as yeah. to how it changes from, uh, you know, uh, ring to ring or, or lap to lap. 
I mean, Ross Braun has suggested that they're going to look at doing the grid. Uh, they're doing the podium on on the grid, um, which will make it a little bit easier just to you know not have a whole lot of people on a tiny balcony yeah. somewhere. You probably won't see the, um, you know, like being given a bunch of flowers and getting a kiss on the cheek or a handshake. I mean, it'll sort of be a sort of hello, or maybe they'll just pick yeah. up a pick up a, a trophy from a table as opposed to be handed it, and then someone else walks in. And is like, yeah, I'm officially awarding be. this, but it's it. It is going to be odd, but I think that it is one of the sports that is n- not the actual sport of it is not going to be affected very much, yeah. which is you can't have your pit crew. Yeah, you, know, so you think of the, the chairs and how they sit. Yeah. <laughs> can't no, they, they. I think they will be happy. Well, because I've seen footage of sci- science, but footage of them in the McLaren Technical Centre practicing their pit stops. They all have to be basically knocked down together and tested. One mega household. Yeah. Well, they're rich enough. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, they can all just. <laughs> but I mean, I Mercedes don't have a hotel probably, by now. <laughs> I guess they're probably used to it anyway. In like some sense that they spend traveling so much the time travelling together that yeah. actually being this to them is probably not that much difference. It's whether once they get to the once they get to the venue and how like you say each country is going to deal with it differently because I mean you watch on TV and. You you're almost looking for people not being two meters yeah. apart, and it's whether they're going to try and have to follow the same sort of guidelines, or whether we will all get notified at the start to be like everyone is actually quarantining together. Just don't yeah. be snitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's just, it's just I don't know what it'll look like. Okay. But I think I'm like I'm I'm just like so excited for it to come back because it was one of the sports that. Uh, you know, we were just about to kick off. We were just about to start the season. We were just about to, you know, the excitement was building and building and building, and then suddenly we just had to stop and put it all on hold. Yeah. And so I'm so excited to sort of start ramping up my excitement levels again for for a massive, massive, shortened season. I mean, the the only question I've got is, do you think there'll be an asterisk? Do you think there'll be a? It was a shortened season. It was a. I mean, it obviously it affects someone who's going for like overall points gained in their career but it doesn't really matter because the point structure changed massively a couple of years ago when it was 25 it changed to 25 points for a team for a victory but do you think there's going to be any level of uh, uh, oh you only won because it was a shortened season or you only came here because of a shortened season I mean I think whoever wins in the year 2020 has done bloody well because the year's been a write off so no, I, I think there's so many negative like it's a shortened year but they've had to deal with so much else, like so much else has come with it like they've, they've not been in the car for such a long time they've had this this 60 day lockdown I think the whole year itself has come as a challenge that yeah the racing maybe the season was slightly different but not in a less challenging way yeah it's not been made any easier for them no and I think say. like any asterisk that is there it, like it it will be maybe considered for these like following maybe like two three years where people talk about like maybe people's form or whatever or the kind of drivers they are but 10 years time when you look back it will i don't think it'll be mentioned so the question i have is on july the third or that friday moving to july the fifth and our first race day who wins hamilton 
You think Hamilton's going to win straight off the bat? Yeah. He hasn't done any of the virtual stuff, has he? He I hasn't been... Not that you've seen. I bet he has. No, but he hasn't done He's any of... He's not put himself forward, no. And, and like Bottas, has ke- Bottas came out today, he was like, I've been driving something full pace yeah. every, every weekend since Melbourne. Whether that's like him rally driving in Finland on a closed course or something. Legend. Like, I... Hamilton is the one who I just don't know if obviously with all the, and all with all the social injustice and issues that have been going on he's been super vocal about all of this and rightly so I hope well we'll see if he can sort of kick the racing rust off and 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 get back to full pace immediately um I yeah I think I'm still gonna say Hamilton. No, I, I think I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> even after all of that, and I, for some reason, for it, some but... reason, I just think it might be Bottas's year. Like I think he's just like he might just turn up. If you'd just have be, said just because if, it happened on social media doesn't if, mean he wasn't doing it. If you'd have said Leclerc or Verstappen, I would have accepted that. But if I honestly think it, if you think it's someone outside of those three that's gonna win the title this year or any of the first races, you're out of your mind. I just think Bottas, Bottas <laughs> was, and I, like, Mercedes was so fast. I'm sorry. I don't think. I think it's going to be one of those two Mercedes drivers that's going to win. Don't go back on it uh, now. No, we he heard it Bottas. first. No. He said Bottas. I said it's going to be one of those two You're Mercedes. Not editing this <laughs> I'm not, I said it's going to be one of those two Mercedes drivers that's going to win. You said and Bottas, I think, and, and I think Bottas. Ending. I think I. I think Bottas is going to be in better shape coming out of this. I think Hamilton will win the championship. But I think Bottas may just absolutely turn up for the books. Right, Ollie, what are you saying? I mean, I don't want it to just Gasly. be a, a monopoly. He's going to pick Gasly. Signs. I'm sorry, but like like I just said, I don't think you can say anyone other than those top three. What I do think would be interesting is if Verstappen gets off to a good start. I mean, I can't stand Verstappen, and I'm happily out there saying that, but I do think they might come out, win that first race and the hype and everything that will come around will just completely change Formula 1 a little bit and it will almost be a bit like you start talking about the end of Mercedes very quickly. So that's a wrap on our quarantine catch-up series on the F1. Massive thank you to Sam Corti for coming to help us break down everything that's happened during the coronavirus lockdown in the world of Formula 1. Sam will be back throughout the F1 season to analyse how the races go and who's looking strong and who might be struggling. Next up, Ollie and I are going to be doing a quarantine catch-up series on football and primarily the Premier League. Now, the Premier League has started back again, so we'll be looking at the first spate of results. But until then, make sure you subscribe. Follow us on social media and let us know if there's anything you want to hear.